you guys are going to let me live? A and you're going to dismantle a machine and stop trying to blow up the sun? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. You don't know how awesome this is. Okay, yeah, I I'm recording right now, but I promise you I'll get back to you. All right, thanks, Alex. All right, bye. So, hello, my best boys and girls. Sadly, the time has come. It is the last episode with content of the season. I know it's very sad, but please do not cry. Your tears will only make me weep. Anyways, um, for this last one, I think I'm going to talk about like more of an obscure topic. Um, I don't think a lot of you guys would know what it is. Um, it's a little something called uh, the Avengers. And I'm going to talk about why I think it's a huge success. So I'm going to give you guys some stats in case you guys don't believe me that it's a success. I don't know anyone who would try to argue with me, but there's people who love arguing. So here's some stats. <laughs> Avengers, the first one, made $1.519 billion. That's billion with a B. Spider-Man Far From Home, $1.132 billion. Black Panther, $1.344 billion. Now we're getting into some bigger ones. Avengers Infinity War, $2.048 billion. And, and Avengers Endgame, a whopping $2.79 billion. That passed up Avatar for the highest grossing film. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal, in case you guys don't know. And I'm going to get into why it is such a big deal. So one of the reasons why it is such a big success is first they introduce a character, and then they throw it into the movie. Throw them into the main movie with, like, Avengers and stuff. I mean, they did this with a lot. Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, although there's some debate about how good that is. Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. All of them. All of them were given their own movie and then introduced into the MCU. Now, you might be thinking, now why is that such a big deal? Well, we get more attached to the characters, and I believe the characters, the heroes, are the heart and the soul of the movie. Yeah, there's the plot and all that stuff, but the characters are what really makes it intriguing. Like, little kids, they look up to these people, and they love them, and you get to see what they're capable of, and then they get to be made into the movie, like... I was, I think, 12 when I saw my first one, which was Captain America, and it was my favorite movie, so that just is a testament to how good they are. And then I remember seeing at the end credits, like, Captain America will return in Avengers. That was the first Avengers, and I'm like, oh, no way! And I was just so happy that I was going to see him again. And they did that with all the Avengers, and, like, I kept on getting excited that they had sequels, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, so they had the character, and then the characters were thrown into the movie. It was almost like a crossover, because, <laughs> like, you know, you see the guy, the main guy from Thor, the main guy from Captain America, the main guy from Iron Man. I mean, they're all the main characters, but, you know, you see them all together, and they're fighting each other, and it gets you hyped for it. Like, you're like, all right, I know what this character can do. Now, I want to see him interact with Iron Man or something, because, like, Captain America and Iron Man... They have different personalities, completely different, and you get to see them interact together, and it is awesome. Like, so that, that's one of the reasons why it's such a big success. You get the character first, and then you get to see them all together. So you get an introduction to the character, like a little sample. 
then you put them together and it's awesome. Another thing that I think is worth noting is that you get to see the characters that you love change over the years. Like Iron Man was given a 10 year character arc where he gets to change. Like, um, mm, I will spoil Avengers. So if you haven't watched it, get out, please. I am begging you. I do not want to be responsible. I'm not going to be held liable for any, any spoilers. So here it goes. So, Tony Stark, he went from being this really stuck-up guy to being kind of nicer. He uh, he only cared about himself, but then he kind of slowly started to grow. He took on more of a dad role with Peter Parker. I do think that they are like father and son. Um, if you look, it's evident. He scolds him like a child. He, he gets super protective of him. He wants him to just stay safe, essentially. Also, he knows Aunt May would kill him, but... Besides the point, he uh, he even ends up sacrificing his own his self himself just to save the world, and yeah, he did that in some in the first Avengers, but he was still pretty stuck up. Then we got to learn his backstory a little bit, and then Civil War happened, and they started fighting each other, and we get to see their characters just grow and develop and change, and there's cracks in the relationship, but I still think it is an amazing. It, it's an amazing franchise. I mean, the cracks are part of the plot line. And yeah, you just basically get to see the characters just change. And like Thor, he was like super serious, super stoic. But then he eventually changed in the third movie. I think it was around the third movie. But yeah, we get to see him change. And we get to see them grow and develop. And the characters are not perfect. They're meant to be relatable to everyone. Like, who wants a perfect hero? Like, you want someone you can relate to. They all have their flaws. And so, yeah, the heroes are what makes the movies so amazing. And their flaws, and you get to see them all grow and develop, and it's it's just awesome. Now, before I get into more, let's hear from our sponsors. Next point. They, they keep you hyped for the next movie. Like, they are just cranking out movies <laughs> consistently. Uh, the largest gap was in 2009 when they didn't make any, but since but before the pandemic, obviously. But since then, they have been making movies at least once a year, sometimes twice. And yeah, it just gets you hyped. They keep on... That was an extremely bad impression that they crank turning, but they just keep on making great movies, by the way. I should note that when I say cranking out, it's not like poor quality B, Z, Q, whatever movies. It's like actually good quality movies and they keep on making them like it gets you hyped it's like hey still here remember this oh here's another oh here's another oh get hyped, get hyped. Ooh, there's another um arguably i think this is maybe where star wars failed now before i get into this one point a little bit more um i just want to say i love star wars i am a huge star wars nerd um <laughs> if you couldn't tell by me quoting constantly during my podcast episodes but yeah i'm a huge star wars nerd giant star wars fan i love star wars but this is maybe where they kind of you know faltered they only did it once a year and as a result avengers kind of took them over i guess a little bit maybe in terms of hype because avengers they kept on making movies like boom here's another boom they're gonna be in this movie boom 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 bing bada boom kaboom boom and yeah um star wars they made one once a year and sometimes that wasn't even related. Like, they had episode seven. Then they had 
Rogue One, not even related to the main story. Then Episode Eight, controversial one. Then Solo, kind of controversial also. And then Nine. So yeah, th- there was too much of a gap between the two. However, with Avengers, they keep you hyped and keep on coming back for more. Like they just like, oh, here's another one and another one and another one, and you get to watch them all in theaters because there always seems to be like a Star or an Avengers movie playing. And yeah, that's how they keep you hyped. Also, their fan base grows. Like, I'm not sure which one my dad came in on, but I remember he took me into the theaters to see event to see Captain America, the first vendor. And from there, then I've been on kind of like the hype train. Like I saw the first two Iron Mans and I think Thor came out before. Maybe it was Thor I saw that was the first one. Anyways, I did not see the first two Iron Mans in theater because I was only nine at the time. And like, I don't think a nine year old would be able to grasp it, but the fan base, it grows. Like I jumped on it. I was pretty much part of it. Um, Like a lot of people, like 10 years. So people who were five when at least 10 years, over 10 years, well, 10 years since some of the big ones. But um, so people who were five were then 15 and old enough to get it. And like the fan base grows and they just keep on adding more because even if you're, even if it's, uh, even if you didn't watch the first two, you're pretty much going to be easily able to grasp it with like, Maybe you may need a brief introduction, like your older brother or your dad saying, like, all right, that guy can do that, because it's, it's a superhero movie. <laughs> it's pretty simple to get. Um, yeah. Um, I think the best ones are the standalone ones, like, you know, Captain America or Thor. Not not a sequel, um, but you'll be able to easily get it, because it, it's a superhero movie. <laughs> and I got lucky, because Captain America is pretty easy. I mean, Nazis. I've been learning Nazis are bad since I've learned about World War II. I mean, it's not very hard to grasp, guys. And yeah, from there, I've just been kind of on it. And um, yeah, although I didn't completely know what was going on, I'm like, okay, he's the bad guy. They're the good guys. They're fighting. Big explosion! Yay! And so yeah, it's very easy to grasp, and it's very easy for the fan base to get involved on. Minimal explanation, I'd say, but even even if it's... uh, even if you're a bit lost, you'll probably pick up on it pretty quickly. Um, I will say, though, that, like, the later movies, that's when things kind of get a bit complicated. Because, like, you're like, okay, that's significant because X, Y, Z. That's significant because X, Y, Z. That, 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 that. Like, my mom didn't get Avengers Infinity War at all. She's not on the Marvel train, sadly. But luckily, my other family members are. And we're like, okay, that's that. that that's that. Oh, she's asleep now. So, yeah. Easy to get hyped about, keeps you hyped throughout the entire thing, and the fan base just grows. Trust me, I was not there in the beginning because I was nine, not really my fault, but I was there for the end. All right, next point. This is just a me thing, but it, in my opinion, combines the two best ones, the genres, comedy and action. Like, I love comedy. I mean, who doesn't like to laugh? I don't, I don't get people who like dramatic movies and like, I want to cry. No. Why do you want to cry? That, that, that's stupid. That's stupid. But, um, yeah, it's funny and it has action. <laughs> um, I'm a guy. Pretty sure you guys could tell that. And guys like explosions. <laughs> um, quick side, funny, funny side story. Um, my friend, I was at a friend's house, me and some other guy friends. 
we're at another guy's house, and we're debating which movie to watch. We were going through the movie options, like, oh, well, I like that. I'm not in the mood for that. And then my friend's mom, who grew up, who is married and has and had five boys, so she knows what guys like. She just looked at us and said, come on, guys. Just choose a thing where everything blows up and you'll be happy. And we're like, I'm like, she gets us. Oh, anyway, so, sorry, small tangent aside, um, it combines the best genres, I think. Funny and action-packed. Um, Endgame. Endgame had, no, wait, no, Infinity War. Yeah, well, and, and then the game, but Infinity War had so much action in it. Like, there was 10,000 fight scenes, approximately. Like, the end fight scene, there was huge explosions. There was just, like, superpowers going off left and right, and you got invested, and it was amazing. But it was also funny, too. Like, um, <laughs> my girlfriend and I, we enjoy watching this one scene together. It's, um, if you've seen Avengers, you know what it is. The, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora scene? Because that scene is just littered with humor. Like, from, from, die, blank enough death. Why is Gamora? But fun fact, why is Gamora was actually improvised. Um, and like, what master do you serve? What master do you serve? What does say? Jesus. That's funny. Like, that had action and it's funny. And when Thanos' bad guys first come down to Earth, and then that one guy, Ebony Ma, or Ebony Ma, Ma, whatever, we'll just call him Ma, is talking like, rejoice, you are about to die at the hands of Ben. And then Tony Stark's like, I'm sorry, Earth is closed. Oh my gosh. He predicted coronavirus. Anyways, he's like, Earth is closed for today. And then he's like, does this one speak for you? He's like, I speak for myself. Um, Strange like, I speak for myself, and you're trespassing on this planet and on this property and not allow it. And he's like, it means get lost, Squidward. <laughs> Everyone lost it. Even people who didn't watch SpongeBob. I know there were some in my group that didn't like watch SpongeBob or like it particularly. But we started laughing too because it's a cultural reference and it was hilarious. So yeah, it has funny... And it has action. It has, like, it's just amazing, honestly. Um, yeah, funny and action. That's, like, the best combo, I think, of movies. Also, this is also a smaller one, but there's also, well, up until Captain Marvel, um, Stan Lee cameo. For those of you that don't know, um, Stan Lee was the creator of, of uh, the whole Avengers group. Or Avengers, he created Avengers, and he made a small cameo in each movie, and it was great just trying to see him. Like I was, I was always looking for Stanley. I'm like, all right, where's Stanley in this one? Oh, there he, there he is. Um, yeah, it took me a little while to get it because I think my dad's like, he's in every movie, and but then then that time Coulson was in every movie, and so was Nick Fury. So I'm like, whatever. But yeah, now that I know, it's pretty cool just seeing which cameo he makes. It's confirmed he's the Watcher, too. Um, watches over the universe. I think, at least. Anyways, um, it's great seeing, trying to see which cameo he'll make. Um, unfortunately, he did pass away. I think the last one he made a cameo in was Endgame. Um, yeah, but I'm just glad he made it in that cameo. But still, it was. it's just great just trying to see where he is. Like little Easter eggs like that. That's what I like. It's the small stuff, so yeah. Funny action, also cameo.
another thing I really like about Avengers is it's for everyone. I'm sure if you would have gone up to Stan Lee and said, hey, Stan, those men, they're going to really love your comic books or they're really going to love your movie. Stan Lee will look at you and say, it's not just for the men, but the women and the children too. I make it for everyone. <clears throat> okay, maybe not. He would, That probably wouldn't be that aggressive, but it's for everyone. Um, yeah, it's mainly action movies. Men tend to like action movies, but it's not just for them. It's for children, like myself and I was growing up, and this little kid I found, I remember seeing in the theater. Anyways, it's for everyone. Like, yeah, I'm sure there are more male fans than female fans, but, like, my girlfriend likes it. A lot of people from my school, females from my school like it. But more important than that, it also reaches across lines that are normally heavily divided. I'm sure I don't need to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Republicans and Democrats. I don't know why. It just seems like we're divided and everything is dividing us right now. And yes, I get it. Right now, at this moment, there are there is some division going on. Um, there's some people that Chris Pratt is under heavy fire. Um, Brie Larson was under fire, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like normal the movies themselves. No narrative, just straight up pure amazingness. Like this is made for everyone of all backgrounds to enjoy it. Doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, liberal, Jew, Christian, atheist, Catholic, uh, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever, whatever you are, you guys can love it. Like my friend and I, we differ on political views and religious views. I'm not going to get into what we are, but we differ on that. But guess what? We still send each other memes of Avengers because we both know how much that we love it. We love it. We love it all. And also Star Wars. So yeah, it's meant to stretch across lines and everyone can unite on that. Like, again, spoiler, if you remember seeing the end of Avengers Infinity War, you were devastated and you can just rant about it to your friends no matter who they were. Like, we all felt the same thing. It united us. So yeah, that's another reason why I like it. Um, it's meant to be, it unites people. Honestly, yeah. It just really unites people. And no matter what their so-called differences are, it unites us. And I think that's just really a beautiful thing that we still have that nowadays. Something to unite on. And now, for the big one. Why the MCU is awesome. And that is the universe is huge like i'm looking outside right now and the universe is just massive it just goes on and on but i should probably get back to my podcast so the mcu is huge it all exists in the same universe and it's woven all together interchanged interwoven for 10 over 10 years and they have phases they're like gonna come out with tv shows and new movies well we should have already had a few, but then something called the coronavirus freaking ruined all that. But anyways, yeah, it's all woven and interchanged through for 10 years. I can't even keep a competent thought for 10 minutes. 
but they yet managed to interweave it all for 10 years. Um, it may have taken me a little while because I was younger, but I'm like, wait a minute. The, the Tesseract. Wait, they've talked about that before. And wait, that that's another that's another one of those gems. I think I called them gems because I was a stupid kid. But I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, there is going to be a box set one day of all of the Tesseract and and the Scepter and, and the stones. There's going to be the Infinity Stones. Yeah, there's going to be a box set of that. Jacob, you idiot. That's literally the type. That's literally... The plot of Infinity War. Oh. But yeah, the uh, it's all interwoven for 10 years. The universe is freaking massive. They go to different planets. They bounce around back to planets. Other movies are called back. It, it's, oh, it is just awesome how in-depth their universe goes. And how it is woven for 10 years. Over 10 years. It all exists in the same universe. Like, same characters, um, a competent storyline. Oh, it, it's just amazing because it's really mind-boggling. Like, I want you, I dare you to make as much movies as Avengers did and make it have a competent storyline, but also make it somewhat complex, too. Like, oh, it's just awesome. The whole, it, oh, man, it's like, it has its build up, its slow build up. And then it reaches the climax, and it's the climax of the movie. We had to wait for movies to come out, like, okay, I want to see that. But then, like, at the end of Infinity War, we're like, I gotta see what happens next. And we kept on making theories, like, movie, like, YouTube channels came out with theory after theory about what's gonna happen. And, like, people kept on speculating and wanting it. Like, a po very popular theory was Ant Man was still alive. And,. If you're watching this in the future, this is going to be super strained, but Ant-Man, <laughs> a suggested theory of how it would have ended is Ant-Man goes up Thanos' butt and grows and kills Thanos. I kind of like the way they did it better, but, you know, it works. Like, and they introduced Thanos at the end of, I think, the first Avengers. Yeah, he's only in the beginning. Oh, end, very end, end credits. There's also end credit scene. That's um, actually where I got the name post-credits, because there's post-credit scenes, and you would see this after seeing the movie, see my, what my thoughts are, maybe, who knows. But yeah, that's where I got my name, actually, post-credits, like, you know, before the credits. Or, no, sorry, <laughs> after credits, like the post-credits scene. This is this is the little scene. Congratulations, you sat through the credits. Now you're ready to sit through 20 minutes of me talking. Congratulations. But yeah, um... It's woven together. Like, Thanos is introduced, and then you slowly see him get bigger and bigger and bigger, and more pink or purple or whatever. But yeah, it's all woven together amazingly. And, like, it kind of shows you previews of the next one in, at the end of the credits. And yeah, it's confusing for most people, myself included. I'm like, what the frick is that? But yeah, we get, like, little, little samples of it to get you hyped. It gets you hyped, but yeah. 10 years they made they wove this incredible tapestry of this amazing storyline and yeah while the movies are great when you step back and look at the bigger picture it is just a straight up mwah, masterpiece perfect wait, wait it is just amazing how well they wove together the universe and that is the main reason why avengers is awesome it was building up to this amazing climax and they delivered one million percent
So yeah, that is one of the reasons why it's awesome. The universe is just perfect. So that was the part of the show where I wrap it up, slap a bow, and it's empty, you guys. Um, first of all, I should mention this is no way an exhaustive list. There's probably countless other reasons you can love Avengers, but that's just my personal reasons why I love Avengers. Um, yeah. Um, it is amazing because they introduce a character within the movie. They keep you hyped and ready for the next movie. It's funny, has action, and has that little cameo. It's a nice little Easter egg. It's un- It doesn't divide at all. It's really uniting. And the universe, they wove it together for the past 10, over 10 years, actually. So yeah, that's why Avengers is awesome. So yes, sadly, the rumors are true, and the thing I stated at the beginning. But this is my last podcast episode of the season. I will be back. I'll be back. I already have ideas for more content for you guys. I will have a Christmas special and maybe some things in the, uh, maybe some things uh, in like spring or something, which might be a bit hard because I I will get a roommate. I'm like 99 red balloons. Song, by the way. Um, percent sure I will get a roommate. But then again, this year is just so unpredictable. I wouldn't be surprised with what happens. So, yeah, that is my, um, yeah, that, that's all. Um, I said the last, my last one with content, and that is because next week I'll be posting a little thank you. It's not, it doesn't have content. It's just a thank you for everyone. So if you want to listen to it, great. If not, it's fine. I just want to thank you. No, um, I'm going to thank you guys now. It's just a little snippet of what's to come, but I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into my podcast. Um. From the bottom of my heart, guys, it really makes me happy whenever I see another person listened. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will be keeping, I'll try to keep my med- my presence up on social media at post underscore credits underscore podcast. Um, same, same profile picture. It's Nicolas Cage with <laughs> glasses on, with the uh, 3D glasses on. And yeah, um. I'm always open to feedback, so, because I make this for you guys, and, I mean, I like doing it, too. I'm not, like, being held against my will by one of them saying, make it. Right, Jeff? Right? You're cool if I don't, right? I'm not way being held by a captain. Please help me. No, don't, really. I'm fine. Um, But, yeah. um, Yeah, so, thank you guys for listening. Um, Tell your friends and family. I'm, I will respond to DMs. I'm not very big, but I will respond to your DM. So if you have any suggestions or anything, feedback is always appreciated. Post underscore credits underscore podcast. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Tell all your friends, family, enemies about it. So yeah, thanks for listening. And roll.